The Melbourne Rebels, well, they have been in the news uh, quite recently. Well, not for the greatest reasons, but look, they start their campaign in the Super Rugby uh, this uh, Friday night. They are playing against the Brumbies. Amy Park, 7.35 start. It's going to be so exciting. Tickets at tickettech.com.au. Cannot wait for this because uh, rugby union in Melbourne, it just doesn't get any better. Well, I reckon. No. And to join us is the general manager of the mighty Melbourne Rebels, and that's Nick Styles. G'day, Nick. <laughs> what a great introduction, mate. Great to be on, on board and have a bit of positivity for once. Well, uh, looking forward to the chat. Well, we don't like negativity on this show. I mean, in fact, I hate it. So I'm all about you know, pumping things up. And, yeah, I'm real, I, I think us Melburnians sort of... Forgotten about the Rebels, but I mean, because of this um, sort of publicity that you've been getting, it's it's almost been handy, I suppose. <laughs> well, see what do they say? Any <laughs> publicity is good publicity exactly. to get you talking about it. But listen, like the, the the great thing for me is that the competition's finally starting, as you said, this Friday night, and so hopefully we can get a bit of the attention on the team because you know what what we've done over the last three four years is really built the side. Um, you know, you just mentioned North Melbourne on your intro before and they're going about building the list again and, and the rewards come with a bit of patience and that's what the club's done. We're, we've built, we've grown our culture, we've, we've developed our standards. Uh, on the back of that, we've got a really clear game plan of what, we've, what we want to how we want to play and then now we've got a list that's as strong as any list in the competition in my opinion. So uh, the things are there for success and it's just a bit unfortunate that, you know, we've got everything else going on because, you know, I've got no doubt uh, Friday night, mate, we're going to play some good football. Well, that's, that's great. How, how has the pre-season been then? I mean, you've had a couple of trial games, I understand. So uh, are the boys primed and ready to go? <laughs> Listen, you, you've never heard too many uh, people say you've had a bad pre-season. And, and, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, if, you, if they do, you go, that's, a, that's not good. And I reckon well, I've, I, I was saying to the boys the other, night, other day, it's my, tw- my 20th uh, Super Rugby season as a player, as a coach, as an administrator, and, and I reckon we've done some really good things. And if anyone, you know, listening and watched this player last year, you would have seen this play with a really exciting brand of football but we couldn't close it out for 80 minutes, you know. We were leading so many games at the 60-minute mark and we just couldn't couldn't finish off. And, and we, you know, really did a hard review. And we, we said we just weren't fit enough to play how we wanted. And uh, we've got a new strength and conditioner. Mate, he pushed the boys like no tomorrow. And, and um, mate, they're jacked up and they're ripped and they're fit as. So uh, I wish you could say the same about the coaching staff, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you mentioned bad pre-seasons. I'm a Melbourne uh, Demon supporter now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've had a pretty bad pre-season, so it, it does happen. <laughs> it does, mate. But, you know, in all honesty, we've had a good one. Um, well, we, we've, we've started slowly, you know, through the history of the club, and, and that sort of came out of a lot of poor performances in pre-season games. So we were really strategic around who we played in the pre-season. The last game was against the Drua. Now, for anyone who's watched the Drua, you know, mate, how athletic those Fijians are and how mm. physical they are. Are and and the tempo that they play at. So we, we knew we wanted to play them in our last hit out because we're going to get that physicality in round one. Um, and we've come through both games. We beat the Waratahs at Moorabbin. We played uh, the Drew at, at Goshers. Mate. We, we had two wins. It's the first time in years we've won pre-season game so I think that doesn't mean you're going to win in the season but I think it sets us up for a really good start and Nick uh, you mentioned the 
the the good fitness of of your of your players. Um, we just had Hayden McLean on from the Sydney Swans. He claimed that Brody Grundy lifted 140 kilos on the bench press. All right, any of your boys sort of matching those oh, those lofty heights? Uh, uh, mate, I just vomited in my mouth. He <laughs> said 100, 140 kilos. That's why us Collingwood fans got rid of him, mate. Yes. He's not strong enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, uh, mate, uh, Tupu, so he's one of our new recruits to the club, mate. Mm. Uh, ten, the big Nella, the Tongan Thor, mate. He's a world, <laughs> uh, that's his nickname, mate, the Tongan Thor. The and uh, he's a player that's mate, world famous. And... Uh, yeah. Right, he bench presses 200 kilos. So if you get serious, uh, right, let's let's start talking about the numbers that rugby boys can punch Jeez. out, mate, rather than that rubbish that Grundy's doing. Yeah, oh, that's unreal. Oh, so we're big and strong. I love it. Um, you, you just go through some of the, the players that we've we've got this year, mate. That, um, I mean, that we don't know about. Let's be honest here. Mm. That um, they're, they're unknown, but. Just, just set us, give us some some excitement on some of the players that's going to dominate this year for us. Well, the first one I want to talk about is is, is a homegrown Victorian player and our captain uh, Robbie Leoto, Paddy Leoto, mate. He he's a wallaby. He's, he, everyone in Melbourne knows about him, but he's coming off a, a big injury last year, so he didn't play a single minute for us in Super Rugby in 2023. So the first thing is we've got we've got our homegrown captain. Back fully fit, who's a wallaby, um, ready to lead the team, mate. He's a big physical beast, mate, and, and the passion he's got around playing in front of his family and friends here at Amy, it's just so good to have him back. But a couple of the new guys, I've already mentioned, Taniela Tupu, mate. He, he's played 50 tests for the Wallabies already. He's a he's a try scoring machine. He's a dominant force at scrums and and a world class footballer. And you need world class footballs if you're going to win. Another one that we brought back uh, to Australia. He'd been overseas last year. It was a guy called Lucan Solokai Lotu. Uh, he's another one. He's second rower, like massive human being, um, but he's as skillful as as a basketballer, to be honest. So there are a couple of recruits that we've brought into the team that uh, are going to go really well. And then we've got a couple of other players like Andrew Kellaway, um, who's been with the team for a couple of years. Now he's a first picked Wallaby week in, week out. And probably the one that I'm looking forward to the most seeing grow and evolve from his 2023 breakout season was Carter Gordon, who's our 5'8". And, and, you know, 5'8's are key positional players for you and they direct the team around and, he, he's coming in. He went to the World Cup, and obviously it wasn't a great World Cup for Australia, but the experience he got out of that and, and uh, how he's come back and evolved as a footballer, mate, we're set up in key positions. Well, that was the thing. We got we got big on the uh, Rugby Union, and particularly the World Cup last year on this mm. show, and uh, spoke to a couple of ex, ex-champions uh, about it, and they all came back and said, well, look, you know, they, they picked a really young group for the, the Wallabies. Um so, sort of to, to sort of, I don't know, to uh, I don't know, prepare them for another World Cup in a couple mm. of years' time sort of thing. So and most of them will come from the, wall, uh, from the Rebels. So that experience, I know, you know, we didn't go that well as, mm. as a country, but just being there for these players would have been just enough. 
A great experience, yeah. And listen, it wasn't enough because they're competitors. I, I know what you're saying. It was enough that, you know, great experience and they evolved as footballers. But they're also competitive beasts and they, they wanted to come back from that disappointment and improve and get better. And that's why uh, I got a bit silly, a bit selfish because because they got knocked out, didn't get out of the pool stages. They actually got back to us in December. Um, and if they'd made it out of the pool stages, they, would have, they wouldn't have got to us till January. So oh. I... I Ironically, the poor performance the Wallabies at the World Cup has, has put us in a better position to be successful um, in 2024 because we've got your Taniela Tupus, Josh Kemenes, uh, Andrew Kellaway, Carter Gordon, Jordi Alisi, Pono Farmasuli. So, you know, I'm r- rattling off names there. I think we've got seven guys in our squad that were at the World Cup. So we've got a class of football in us that we probably haven't had for a while and we've got depth with some of the young kids coming through. And, you know, yes, we Rebels are in the spotlight at the moment for all the wrong reasons but we've got some young kids coming through that are homegrown footballers that, that are future wallabies and they've been in our squad now for three four years and so the depth we've got sort of at the back end of your squad um, is so much better than we've had in previous years and nick you mentioned the incredible depth of, of young talent that you've got flowing through the the rebels sort of program um a lot of people are concerned about the future of australian rugby are you confident in, in Australia getting back to those lofty heights that we saw, you know, 10, 20 years ago? Oh, it's funny you mentioned 10, 20 years ago. Uh, I was actually born in Melbourne, so I'm Victorian. I'm mm. one of the few uh, uh, or many probably guys, uh, front row forwards, that were kicked out of the state because we're too short to, to be a you know full forward marking uh, <laughs> magpie. That we, got, we got punted out of the state, so I ended yeah. up playing rugby. But uh, all, all mum's family is still down here. And, and my, uh, sadly, my grandmother passed away back into last year. And, the, you know, the rallies cleaned out her place the other, you know, a couple weeks ago and they had some memorabilia from from 23 years ago it was a sun herald newspaper from when i played for the wallabies against the british and irish lions here in mm. in in melbourne and it, made, it was untouched it was in a plastic sealed bag oh, and on the front uh, yeah front page it's got this wrap around oh, wallabies wallabies piece in the middle it had this big pull out news think this is where rugby was 23 mm. years ago yes. um and, and i do think we can get back to i, I see i see brighter times ahead for Super rugby sides in terms of performance. Um, the Wallabies, you said they've got a young squad that went to that last World Cup. Well, they'll be better for that. We've got a Lions series next year, then a home World Cup in 27. So, listen, I do see brighter times, but it's going to be hard to get there. We've got to we've got to work together, um, the national body and the Super Rugby teams, and and find a way out of it that we can make a game you know, more attractive. We can be more successful in Australia. We can win Super Rugby titles. We can win Bledisloe games. And if we do that, then then we can really start to get the code back to its heydays of 20-plus years ago. Mm. Yes, yes, and we, we, we all hope that. Um, what about the competition as a whole, though, Nick? Um, I mm. mean, this is the Super Rugby Pacific uh, version of it. I mean, it's been in a lot of... Uh, of different sort of conversations, if you will, um, in previous years, uh, is this the right uh, amount of teams and the right setup? Uh, that, that's the big question for for what, what we do moving forward. How how can we keep Super Rugby relevant on the world stage? Because back when it first was uh, you know brought to be in '96, when the code went professional, it was the premier uh, competition in the world, and, and you know we just can't say that currently unfortunately uh, I think we, we lost our way when we went to expansion, now expansion can be good 
but we started to go into uh, time uh, time time zones that just didn't suit the viewership, and I think we just lost connection with with the community and with the fan of Super Rugby, and and diluted the product. So by going back to ironically through COVID, going back to some more local games against Australian teams, and then. The uh, New Zealand teams, we, we sort of went back to our roots a little bit, but I still think we need to, you know, look at how we can grow the game with how the game's played, um, you know, to attract the person, our viewer to watch it, but then also how can we bring in some new you know, some new markets and do a few different things to create a bit more excitement. Yeah, no, that, that's great. And we, we, we need that as well. I mean, you're right. I mean, Rugby Union, it was just in its, in its heyday, you didn't want to miss a Wallabies game. It was just, mm. that was that big. And, mm. you know, I mean, we, we, we did, you know, speak to John Eels last year and, and, I mean, it was just incredible. So, I mean, getting guys like him to come through the system again would be would be fantastic. Now, um, just just back on uh, the Rebels, um, who's going to be our opponent grand final day, do you think? <laughs> uh, grand final day, I reckon. One of the New Zealand sides, I reckon, will be playing the Chiefs or, the, or maybe the Blues. Oh, okay. okay. So they're the other teams to look out for. Mm. Um, and yeah. I know I didn't really want to touch on it, but is it self-durable, um, the Melbourne Rebels? Are we, is, there a, is there a world where, you know, if they win the championship, we can, we can go again in 2025? Oh, listen, I'd like to think so, definitely. Um, you know, we don't hide from the fact that, you know, we haven't had the success on the field that you would have hoped to have had in the last sort of 10, 13 years. But... Uh, being a startup club's not easy. Um, yeah. You look at the support. You put it, look at the support that AFL and now NRL throw into startup clubs. So Gold Coast Suns and, and uh, GWS have been given hundreds of millions of dollars to set up, and it's still uh, Gold Coast haven't made the finals yet. So it's not an easy thing to do. Um, I think the clubs learn a lot from you know the mistakes we've made and the good things we've done, and and then you know we've gone into a position where we are building. We've grown now to a squad where we feel that we're actually unfortunately you know we're in a position to be the most successful in in, in our in our short history um so i do see us being successful i do see us uh, uh, connecting with the with the fans with how we want to play the game and and the work we actually do in the community out there we're, we're genuinely changing lives and giving young victorians uh a pathway from being a young kid now into the rebels and in, into being a, a wallaby or a wallaroo yeah. No, well, it's all exciting. It's all in front of us. Um, we hope that uh, this is the start of a very prosperous uh, couple of years, mate. Hey, Nick, we'll leave it there. I uh, really appreciate you giving us some of your time, uh, particularly uh, this week uh, in, 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 uh, you know, in the sort of the week of uh, opening round. No, great to be on. Listen, uh, look forward to hopefully talking to you oh, shortly absolutely. about some of the teams, win, win, wins we're having, mate. So anytime. You're a good man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, fantastic. There's Nick Styles, there, the general manager of the Melbourne Rebels. And as I mentioned, it is Rebels opening night. Uh, giddy up! <laughs> uh, it's the Rebels versus the Brumbies this Friday night, the 23rd of February, at Amy Park, 7.35 kickoff, and at Super Rugby Pacific. Go to ticketech.com.au for tickets and go to melbournerebels.rugby uh, to get your memberships because it's going to be 
Fantastic. And also some just some great news is that three Rebels have been named in the Wallabies under-20 squad. So that is, uh, if that doesn't get you along, yep. you see world-class, not only up you and know, comers. Uh, champions from the Melbourne Rebels, but just, yeah, as you say, up-and-comers for Australian rugby 